The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's just about that time here on R&R in the Morning. He's Rudy, I'm Rob, and brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. It's your head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy. How's the car wash going this morning, Coach? How you feeling? Uh, it's going well. Good morning, Rudy. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Oh. Go ahead, Rob. Well, I was going to say the mandatory question. You re- re- rested, refreshed after your uh, week off? Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely. But, I, you know, as a parent uh, mm. going through high school home homecoming <laughs> uh process you know it's 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 uh you know kept me up a little later than i like to be but you know on the bye week but no it's it was a it was a great break coach how many selfies did you have to take with people or do you kind of put the hoodie on and just hang out in the back it's tough being a celebrity uh, <laughs> yeah no i, I mean the, uh the, the girls go to you know pressing with christian academy over there in plano and, and no it's 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 a great um culture so no it's let it's, me tell you something rudy i'm gonna let rudy in on a little tc uh, little taps See, taps. Uh, there you go. There you uh, go. Uh, see, I'm my my boys are taps players as well, and uh, we played Prestonwood, and they knocked us out of a variety of playoffs over my uh, long illustrious fatherhood career. Um, <laughs> at, at Prestonwood, Coach McCarthy's just another dude, man. Oh, okay, He's just I, another dude. Right. Like I know him. <laughs> oh wait, I know that guy too. How does Mike McCarthy yeah, know that yeah. guy? That's what it's like when you go see a Prestonwood game. That's oh. just a little San Antonio jealousy coming out, Coach. In all honesty, yeah. I, uh, as you do take that week off, it's good to hear you get a little bit of decompression, but obviously the task at hand remains. And you do get a little bit of help coming back, Coach, and I, I'm, I'm sure you're glad to see uh, Coach Blasco coming back into the fold uh, as uh, uh, you kind of come off the, the, the quarter turn. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Jeff's a phenomenal coach. He's a big part of you know what we've you know what we're doing here offensively so it's great to have him back um everything's good um but also you know we we have a healthy football team so we we've been 100% you know practice both Wednesday and Thursday so um you know, well, bye week was very beneficial uh, and Tyron um I saw something about on practice that was is he 100% Yeah he's uh you know he had, they had a look they had a look at uh, you know a look at his uh, shoulder and neck area yesterday but I'll get a you know more in-depth report this morning but I think we're okay Okay, good. coach. Eleven in your eleven in your career, eleven and five after the bye week. Where's where you feel like your success has come? That that's a really good record after the bye week. What is your approach, and why do you feel like your record's so good after the bye? Um, I think number one, it starts with the health of your football team. It gives you know gives gives you a chance to get everybody healthy, and and then you have a full you know a full flow week going into it. You know, you know with the guys practicing. I mean. You know, just from like volume, um, you know, GPS and things like that. Uh, you know, both the Wednesday and Thursday practices have have been our best statistical practices of the mm. of the year. So, you know, hopefully, you know, I, I've always believed that a good healthy preparation puts you puts you in position to have the play, you know, to play successfully on Sundays. So, I, I think that's a big part of it. Coach Mike McCarthy joining us here on San Antonio Sports Star. Um, uh, you're talking numbers and statistical things like that. We've talked a lot about the running game over the last couple of weeks, and I'm looking at some of your numbers. Um, uh, averaging 30 runs a game, statistically, is that where you want to be? Is that when you looked at your uh, game plans, is that, you know, by the numbers? I think, Rob, I think you got to dive deeper into that. Yeah. I think you got to break down the, you got to break down the games. Um, you know, we've had, you know, three games where, you know, we felt like the game was, it was in hand, uh, you know, middle of third quarter, end of the mm-hmm. third quarter. So, you know, we phrase that as a four minute offensive mode. So you look at those runs, 
Um, but you know, also I think that if you watch the you know watch the flow of the run game, you know it it, it was it was uh, more productive in the earlier weeks than than the last you know two weeks. So I mean, those are the things that we focused on and went back and looked at the last two weeks. So I, I think when you know with the numbers, you got to take a deeper dive. I, I the, you know biggest thing about you know the attempts always helps your you right. know, your linemen, and I you know, and I do believe that because it it gives them a chance to stay on the balls of their feet and, and roll, roll off the ball. But you know the statistic that. I think is most important is ball distribution. Uh, you know, the, the, how many times is your perimeter players touching the ball? Perimeter. And it, yeah, running backs and you know oh, receivers okay. bind because you know in today's game and, and just with the rule changes and so forth, you know, you know the, the space is space is an ally in getting the ball in space is very important. Uh, so touches to your running back don't necessarily always have to be handoffs. Uh, so you know if you're operating on seventy five percent plus. Of your ball distribution opportunities, um, you know, over or the sequence of a game compared to your total plays, you know, that that gives you the play to the efficiency that you're looking for. I'm glad you brought up the four minute offense, coach. I heard you talking about that the other day when you said four minute offense in three full quarters. Is that in your in you and your staff size? Is that is that a good thing or not where you want to be? Oh yeah, you want to okay. be a four minute. Okay, offense. okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm see. Yeah. You got to take me in the woods, coach. I'm learning. I like to learn. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. No, and, and, and the reality of it is, I mean, four minute offense is really the design um, situation where you know you're it's a one score game and and you're you're running out the clock to win mm. the game. So uh, you know, so necessarily, you know, when you're winning by large margins, you know, you're technically on in a we would call a true four minute offense sequence but you are in a four minute offense mode when you're winning by two three scores what's a large margin Mm. two or three scores two or three yeah two or three score game you know 14 20 points you know you know you're ahead and you're you know you're 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 more conscientious of just first downs and, and and keeping that clock running yeah Mike McCarthy sitting in with us for his Friday stop by, as he always does. This is kind of off the subject, but it's in the coaching realm. Uh, sign stealing. I'm not going to ask you what you think about it, all that, but in your experience, in your long and illustrious experience as a coach and uh, on several levels and in several positions, is that a common worry? Are you legitimately always worried that some kind of uh, part of your communication, if it is not totally intact, uh, could be compromised? Um. It- I think the key the key here is the word compromise. You know, I think I think it really is. It's part of the it's part of the game. Um, it's, it's part of the game. The it always has been. Um, so, because everybody's trying to communicate as fast as they can, everybody's trying to recognize what the opponent's doing as fast as they can, and anything in it that you know helps that is you know is part of the process. So. Um, and it, you know it's changed over the years. Particularly, you know, I, I was in the league. I think it was '94 when they, when they, you know, the communication uh, came into the, you know, the quarterback's helmet. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then, and then prior to that, how did they handle it? Running in guards? <laughs> I mean, what? How did you handle that? <laughs> that was an option. Um, it was done with hand signals. Mm-hmm. So everything was hand signals, and, and and the way the way we used to do it, and the, and the terminology was very wordy back then. Is you know the quarterbacks had a they had to memorize the uh, formations and then you would signal in to play. So you know that that's that's how the operation was that I was a part of in Kansas City. You know and then the defensive you know they 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 still kind of still signal some because you know the thing about the, the communication is you get below fifteen seconds that communication goes off. So mm. 
you still have to have the nonverbal right. communication, you know, things intact. Is there a line, Coach? Is there a line? A line. Where's the line where you've gone beyond, beyond strategy and planning and, and, you know, proper prep to you're legitimately stealing something? I think when you are able to, um, the line is if you just flat out do something illegal. I mean, if you're, you know, not that I know if it's ever gone on, but if you're into the opponent's headsets or things, you know, something like oh, that. Or, you know, just, I mean, just gotcha. anything outside of the rules. But to, to look over to the other side of the field and catch a signal and, and try to get that communication to your players, I, I, I don't think that's illegal. You know, I mean, it's. As it shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, cover it up. And <laughs> exactly. It. Yeah, have, have a process where you know it, it, it can't be it can't be stolen too. So I, mean, I think it's all part of the game. Kodak talked a lot about. And I'm an offensive oh. coach. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you got to cover your mouth and all types of stuff. I see that big old menu you got, Coach. Um, Dak yeah. talked a lot about listening to his feet, and you talked about second phase. Where are you and Dak as far as? listening to his feet in the process of, of what you want from him and actually what he's able to do? Oh, I think we're growing all the time. I think we've had a very good week this week. You know, the other part of that is to listen to his feet, but the connection with the perimeter players, you know, and, and make sure that the routes are, you know, timed up with his feet. So it's, I mean, it's, it's something you're always working on. It's, it's, it's connection and it's, it's always the, the difference from one offense to the other, you know, because everybody, you know, May may teach the four route a little differently, you know, or some. How, how do you teach the the post route? You know, how many steps are you taking at the breaking point? So, those are all the fine details that, frankly, you're always working on, and that's where where I go back to is you know today's NFL football player. I mean, the, the amount of time these men put in away from work uh, because that has to be done, and you know, with Dak taking the whole crew down over there to Georgia and, and and having those kind of workouts, and those are so valuable. But you're always working on those things in season because now you're more uh, route specific uh, of you know of what route you're running versus you know certain players you know on the other side. So. Yeah, so you're always, always working your feet in, in the time clock and so forth. But I, I feel like we're growing each week. Do you do you like? I know Jerry talked a couple times this week about you know the trade deadline looming next Tuesday on Halloween. Are you both on the same page as far as like, hey, you the roster way currently constructed, we can make a run to Vegas the way it's currently constructed, and we don't really need to make a move unless you know something just falls into y'all's lap. Well, I, yeah, I, I think that's probably a healthy outlook. I, I think clearly that. Um, you know, we, we love our roster here. I, I, I really love the way our young guys are developing. I think our, I think our young receivers yesterday had about as good as the day that I can mm. recall a, a young group having. I mean, so they're, I mean, we're getting better. And, that, and that's just the reality of how you have to put the extra time and energy into your young players. You know, that's why we have, you know, we have our young guy meetings, you know, we Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I mean, you know, our, our guys are getting ready to step in a 30 minute meeting from 7 to 730. Uh, you know, actually, we'll go, we'll go to, but quarter to eight because the team meeting is not till eight today. So you got to you got to find those blocks of time to develop your young players uh, because at some point uh, you know they're going to be contributing and and history will tell you it'll come in November December which you know some big important games in November December as you know yeah. as always and a tight schedule on top. Coach, I the, I think getting to know you over the last few years, you let your men be men. Um, but as far as Micah goes, do you feel like he pays attention to the noise a bit too much? And is that something you address or you just let Micah be Micah? You know, I had a class back in graduate school back in uh, 1987. It's called Coaching Today's Athlete. Okay. And, and that I, ain't I today's you, athlete. <laughs> yeah, the, text, 
the textbook we use then is a, a bit different than the one. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just think it's all part of the world that we live in today. So, right. but I, I do go back to your, the, the beginning of your question is, you know, they're men, and and, and uh, you know, and, and Mike is a a young young man with you know with the platform, and you know, but he's he's got a good heart, and he, it's coming from the right place. So I think that's you know, that's part of the internal and external. You know, uh, focus that you that you always manage and, and be aware of, and you know, in, in internally. I mean, he, he he goes about it the right way. I mean, he's uh, you know, he, I think he's grown so much as a player, not just because of his ability, but you know what we're asking him to do and the volume of his responsibility has increased each and every year. How much and of his podcast do you listen to, Coach? None. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm I'm. I'm, I'm I'm a little busy at that time. But, but I'm saying is, do you feel like you need to start being prepared when you're talking to people like us? Because what did Micah say? <laughs> Just in case? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I'm sure if it, if it gets to that point, uh, you know, I'm, we have people in the organization I would hope would, would let me know. <laughs> uh, no, I, I see Micah every day, so no, I'm, I'm not – I have, I'm not a high concern at all. You you uh, you got your game plan ready for Aaron Donald? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't play these guys without having a game plan for Aaron Donald. I mean, it's, uh, it's you know, nothing's changed. I mean, he's still playing at a very extremely high level. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, they're doing more schemat- schematically around him, um, you know, than, than we experienced last year. So, yeah, this is going to be a, this is going to be a real challenge. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I think both their offense and defense, you know, schematically and in the way they're playing. I mean, it, you know, the record's three and four, but every, every game has come down to the wire. So, I mean, this it's going to be a super competitive game Sunday. Interesting set of wide receivers, both those guys. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, you, you talk about, um, you, you know, the, the young and the, and the old, not that Cooper's old, but, I mean, I, the, the, you can see the similarities, um, you know, in their play style and, and obviously their production speaks for itself. Coach, and I was talking to Rob before the show. I I know you've been in two pressure cooker jobs, but have you ever taken this many the sky's falling questions? And you're four and two. <laughs> I mean, I know when the season started after six weeks, if you had said four and two, you you'd walk away with that and, and tip your cap to the two losses and, and keep it moving, right? Well, I, I think part of it too is you know the way our games have gone. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not totally engaged in that. Uh, there's nothing good for, that comes out of that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to be engaged with those conversations, but I, I do clearly understand the passion of our, you know, of our great fan base, and you know, and, I, and I've talked to the team about. It. I mean, it's you know, we've played six games, and man, it's a, it's been a roller coaster. I mean, we've had we've had the highs, the highs, and we, you know, we had one really low, and then we had you know one very disappointment. So, you know, and, that, and that's why games like the Chargers, you need those type of victories. You need the tight wins, come down to the end. Because mm-hmm. those are the games you have to win, you know, when it counts in November, December, and then clearly when you get into the playoffs. So um, I, I've always embraced, you know, victories that in the close games because you you, you need those as part of your you know part of your resume as you move through the season if you want to be a champion. It's good to see you revert to the level you're training. It's good to see where you're at on those positions and situations. Hey, coach, as always, we bid you a good week of practice. Stay healthy, and we'll talk to you next. Thanks, coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, man.